Hello. And Mama Kay. Hey, everybody. And tonight we were reviewing the Hulu film, The Cleanse. Uh, the Cleanse. So, how this came about. It's uh, not a movie probably most people have heard about. Um, and these are the kind of movies I kind of want to do some more of. I want to find some movies that no one's ever heard about, talk about them, get get them some airtime. You know, the, the, the indie movies, the, the ones that played at a festival with one or two actors you know and... You know, they get buried, and yeah, give, give them some breathing room. Let's, let's, let's get the word out. Uh, and so we started with this. This is this is a movie that came out by at South by Southwest in 2016. Uh, they, they struggled uh, to get to get air, as I was just saying. Oh. Um, but it was on my recommended for Hulu. It has a couple people in there. It does. It was on my recommended for Hulu, and Nicole was actually the one who picked this one. I was like, yeah, just pick one on this list here. And she's like, oh. Why did I pick this one? Why did you pick this one? Because it was 80 minutes. It was 80 <laughs> minutes. <laughs> okay. Yeah, we, this, we, we were looking for something kind of between, you know, we got our next episode that comes out is it. I know that'll be a long one that we go on about. We just did um, uh, Ex Machina, so we got some heavy episodes. We thought we'd do something a little lighter, a little smaller. Um, so, uh, Nicole, this stars some people, as you said. Who Who's the star? Fake Pat and Oswald. I don't know his name. <laughs> the older guy. Oliver Platt. Yeah. Oliver Platt. <laughs> Fake Pat and Oswald. And the guy from Big Bang Theory. <laughs> Wait. What? Yes, Johnny Galecki. Who oh, is... see, I only know him from Roseanne. I yeah, don't know anything and about Roseanne Big Bang Theory. So, but we. Yeah. yeah. So I was like watching it, going, "Oh, I'm glad he got a job after Roseanne." But apparently, he was on another really popular yeah. show that I never watched. <laughs> I was saying, okay. he's, so it's I more like, Big "Oh, Bang thank." Theory, but he's there. It's so. more like, "Oh, good, okay. he got something after Big Bang Theory." Kind of. <laughs> <laughs> I was be going more back accurate, like fifteen yes. years. Yeah. Okay. And that, that... Right, he got something after and Angelica Max. Houston and Angelica Houston and Angelica Houston. Yeah. Who, we had to take a second. I was like, "Is that Angelica Houston?" And, and Nicole was like, "Well, it's either that or John Travolta." <laughs> I can't tell. <laughs> What? What? <laughs> I don't know. Angelica okay. Houston. Okay. Angelica Houston looks like John Travolta in Hairspray. I, I guess. <laughs> okay. I, I kind of understood you... what you were saying, but um... are you gonna insert cricket noise into that <laughs> into the edit? Uh, no, I kind of uh... like my. <laughs> the only um the only other person here I've ever seen before is Anna Frail. Uh, she is the the girl. I don't know what else to call her. Um, it's it's yeah, Maggie. It's, Maggie. Her name is her. Ma- that much I remember. I just remember okay. her name is Maggie. Yeah, Maggie. Uh, Johnny Glucky's Paul. Uh, she's Maggie. She was. I remember her as the ex-wife in Limitless. So oh. I was like. Uh, and then a couple other people who I've never seen before. Yeah, you, know, um, you said already. So the. I pretty much had no idea what this was about, and I like going into some movies, especially when they're smaller. Scary caretaker. Movies, going in blind, no idea what to really expect. Uh, I don't know. Uh, I'll read the synopsis here. Uh, Paul Berger, played by Johnny Galecki, is an unemployed, down-and-out, heartbroken man searching for happiness. Uh, and when Paul sees an ad for a spiritual retreat promising to restart your life, he immediately signs up, hoping to cleanse himself and fix his broken life. But after only a few days, he discovers the cleanse is releasing more than just everyday toxins. Hmm? That is accurate. Um, so, uh, I guess, well, okay, did you yep. have any expectations going in? Since we just kind of were like, how about, because we were, we were basically finding every way to avoid another movie that we'll get to eventually that you really didn't want to do. So, we're like, all right, how about this one? And you were like, all right. <laughs> so... <laughs> 
Well, it started as a, a, a it said it was a comedy. That was actually the first word that was used in the descriptor of I've the seen type comedy, of drama, and horror. And all three descriptors. Right. But comedy was listed first. Um, Is and, this going to be like that other movie where you're like, it didn't match the description, therefore. <laughs> what movie uh, that? No, it goes well. It goes well beyond that. Um it's <laughs> there was one. What was it? It was where'd you go, Bernadette? She was like, "This isn't what I was advertised <laughs> this as." Is not therefore, a- it's not good. I'm like, "Well, it's <laughs> not really. That's the ad's fault, not the filmmaker's fault." <laughs> there were other reasons that movie didn't, you know, resonate with me. Um, as there are many reasons why this movie also does not resonate with me. I really was waiting for the comedy to draw. I mean, there was some, there were some moments where I thought, "Okay, this is." uncomfortable and funny that's not my kind of funny so i was like oh, i don't know um well let's uh we'll just that. get it we'll get into uh spoilers here if you haven't seen it uh i you know it's a short watch <laughs> even if not ever it doesn't sound like everyone's going to end up recommending this movie but um if you have <laughs> if you like you know smaller little movies if you're a big fan of that guy from big bang theory um <laughs> i mean you go see it for that uh but it's on hulu right now so go check it out if you have any interest uh yeah i think it's like here. 60 minutes with the 10 minute credits at the end i was like <laughs> it's very for- short I was waiting for something to happen after the credits, honestly, because yeah, was, we'll we'll talk about it how feels this whole like thing a very it feels up. like a short and not an actual film. Go ahead, sorry. Yeah, uh, well, rate we, rate things? Things. <laughs> we rate things. We rate things. If you let me tell them, you want to tell them? How do we rate things? Well, okay. Uh, we rate things here uh, at Films with the Women of My Life on four criteria, and those are. I don't know, plot, characters, um, visual and sound, and resonance and feel. Um, we That's also right. yeah. We'll have to put a recommend or a non-recommend at the end of this. Um, do we just start with that? I don't know. Maybe we start and make this really short, <laughs> like the movie. <laughs> it's not that short. Uh, so we start with Paul Berger. Um, he is depressed after losing his job and his fiance. Um, he sees an ad on the TV while he's like half asleep for Let's Get Pure, uh, some sort of self-help thing uh, created by this guy named Ken Roberts, who we later get. That's uh, fake. Patton Oswalt. Fake Patton Oswalt. Yeah, Oliver Platt. Who Why is, is he he's fake ins- Patton Oswalt? He just looks like a fake Patton Oswalt, that's all. Oh, say, I call this guy Swizzle Stick because he was in an executive decision with... <laughs> With um, <laughs> Kurt Russell. Look, I know he's a guy. He like, saved, I know he's famous. I just, he's I've saved. seen him everywhere as like the second guy in the <laughs> yeah, suit. Yeah, when yeah. The first guy says like FBI, no. CIA, <laughs> and then he's like the guy standing next to him and like, yes, I am also with you. <laughs> like, he's <laughs> super important. He is Swizzle Stick Man. He saves the world. Just so you know, in this right, other so, movie, not so this Swizzle movie. Stick. Swizzlestick yeah. and Oswald. Uh, from Hairspray. <laughs> Swizzlestick Oswald. Oswald. <laughs> um, he goes to the first meeting, which is like in the sad little office building. Um, That's the funniest part the, of the whole it's movie. It's a good scene. I like this scene. Uh, Paul uh, is with a bunch of other random applicants. We get um, Maggie, who says that uh, she's there because her husband killed himself. Right. Because uh, they didn't have that she didn't want kids. Kind of a generic, but like you know, sad kind of jumping off point, uh, undercutting his thing, which he'll next say and be like, "Oh, uh, I lost my job and my fiance." Mm-hmm. Um, and then uh, also also there is the only other two characters that actually 
go on to the next stage of this whole cleanse process. Uh, that is, who is that? Uh, Lori. Lily, no, not Lily. Lori. Yeah, Lori and Eric. Eric's like a douchey guy. Lori's like a quiet little mousy girl. They remind me of characters from Final Destination. <laughs> Kinda, actually. Yeah, that's not bad. That's a, that's a, they're yeah. they're kind of Final Destinationy characters. Um, that that's a good comparison. I'm more um, interested in but... the old lady in the walker who left the presentation. <laughs> that was you. <laughs> that was me. I was just like, fuck out of here, man. And nope. <laughs> and who was I interested in? The token man that always has a bolo necktie on. Yeah. Why do they always have to put one of them in every scene? In a movie? <laughs> because like, why is there? Oh yeah, there's always a bolo necktie at like the AA meeting yes. or like the self help meeting yes. or just just in that little room with the fold out chairs. Like, there's always bolo necktie guy. <laughs> that guy is never gonna fit in. So if you're that guy, take the necktie off, and life will be better for you. No, he's getting he's getting acting gigs. He just goes from one set to the next. I'm not talking bolo, about bolo that tie guy, guy in a meeting. I'm talking about quote unquote that guy. If in real life, if you're oh, the that real, guy. the real that guy, yeah, the real. Bolo if you're tie. real bolo tie dude, just take the diet tie off, man. <laughs> <laughs> Things will work out. I promise. You're, you're, yeah, you'll, you'll you'll make it to the final stages of the thing. You just got to get the bolo final tie destination. Off. Um, yeah, they get. <laughs> we find out Maggie. <laughs> So Paul's like kind of stalkery at the beginning to Maggie. He's like, "Oh, you, uh, I liked your thing. I'm sorry about your thing." And then Maggie's like, "I made that up." And so, how's that stalkery? He is. He seems. He's just trying to make no. a friend. No, really. I'm with Paul McKay here. He's a little creepy. He's super creepy. <laughs> really? At least, at least in the beginning, I, I I buy it more later. But yeah, I I think their setup is creepy. Yeah. Oh, interesting. I didn't get that at all. I just thought he was oh, like felt alone man. in this, so he wanted to find a, a companion to do the cleanse with. Well, if we remember at the very beginning, he's already kind of like, oh, I see you're, like he's sitting at a diner and there's this guy eating a hot dog next to him. He's like, oh, <laughs> is that a hot dog? Yeah. And he's like, doesn't want to talk to him. He's like, oh, I can barely see it under all those toppings. It's crazy. And like the guy's <laughs> just like, I hate you. Yeah. No way. Um, the waitress doesn't remember him. Like, you know, he's... He's been he's going there for 20 to... years or whatever. Yeah, and the waitress doesn't remember him. Yeah. He's trying to, yeah, make buddies. He's got that face. <laughs> he's got that face. Well, he doesn't. He has that personality where it's like, if he gets on the plane and sits next to you, you know you're screwed. He's going to oh, talk yeah. to you the whole time. He's probably going to take That's his shoes off. That's kind of what I get off. Uh, yeah. yeah, and he's probably gonna, he might even take his socks off, but he's definitely taking his shoes off. That's this uh, dude, for yeah. sure. So, uh, he goes... He just looks like Roseanne's son. <laughs> Something like that. <laughs> Roseanne's <Yeah>. son-in-law. <laughs> I don't remember, but yes. And I got that feeling from him on that show, too. I don't want to be in a plane with you. I've never seen Roseanne. I don't know what he's... Anyway, back to this thing. Uh, he goes back the next day because he's been invited back to the thing. After, he's been uh, chosen, yeah. Scene. I like that one, too. Yeah. Um, the guy comes in and kills the rat for him. Um, but we're burying the lead here. we got to get to the We got to get to the camp. This is the good stuff. No, this is the um, best part of the movie right here. The first 10 or 15 minutes. The first minutes. 17 minutes. Yes. Are, is I the... counted. It was 17 minutes before they pulled the car up to the place. Okay. Well, um, that was that was the 17 minutes that I could probably watch again. All right. Well, because it was uh, clever. Paul's been in, yeah, it's all right. It was it was like just kind of generic indie, eh, okay dialogue, couple of clever parts. But you know, I was waiting. I was like, all right, where's the shoe gonna drop? I'm interested about what's gonna go. What's what's the cleanse? What's the culty thing? What's gonna go on at the camp? And uh, Paul goes there. Maggie's there as well. As are the 
the other couple there, the the not so good couple. Um, Every, everyone but Bolo Tai made it. Everyone but Bolo Tai made it, and I guess the lady who walked out. Um, yeah. <laughs> Me, I didn't go. No, uh, you you weren't curious to see how this all went. No. Um, and so I I don't know. I mean, the first thing we get is Angelica Houston comes out. She's like a cult leader person it's like a cult but it's like a i don't really know what it is and it seems like there's like three people who run it it's basically her and this other weird guy who hangs out there and gets their bags for them caretaker um fredericks 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 the caretaker um he's the caretaker and then also later on um whatever you guys call swizzle stick swizzle man swizzle yeah swizzle stick fake oliver platt oliver platt comes in later um but the, the first thing is uh a Joker Houston's character, Lily, comes out. She's screaming. She's like, ah, oh, release, scream. And they're like, ah, oh, screaming. I'm like, okay, generic, generic, yeah. kind of uh, culty stuff. That's fine. Uh, gives them the gross drinks and gives the, I thought they were just going to have to do that one jar. And they're like, all right, you're good. But no, they, they're they just chugging these jars of nasty. That's not how a cleanse works. <laughs> yeah, you have is to keep doing it. One drink is not a cleanse. No. Well, I didn't know the cleanse was literally like a diet cleanse. I thought it was something different. I didn't know what it was, but I didn't think it was just going to be drinking jars of this nasty shit. Like, yeah, guess, it's like know. the master cleanse, which is like that's what you do. You just drink jars of like lemon, cayenne pepper water or whatever. That's not what this was though. Mm. These waters were, and each one had their own like specific right. gross they drink. They're each one tailored for them. When they what say do you think that they... they were in real life? Like one of them really just looked like carrot like, juice, fruit juice. Yeah, I'm thinking just a thick smoothie, a thick. Like it didn't look a carrot smoothie, thick kale at all. Smoothie. It looked very thin and watery and gross. It was sludgy. It had some sludge in there. No, oh, okay. Ew. I thought it had some sludge. Well, it um, did later. Yeah, it did later. Uh, so they all start getting sick. The Paul and uh, Paul and Maggie are drinking theirs. Okay, Paul's kind of helping Maggie and like trying to be more friendly. Um, I don't know when it is, but at some point I'm just kind of fine with them. At the beginning, I was with Bob that I'm creeped out, but later on, I'm like, eh, it's fine. They're in this weird situation. But why um, is Maggie there anyway? I mean, we know the other people's motivations. Do we really find out why Maggie's there? Did I forget? Yeah, and I kind of like her her reasoning. At the we get at the end, um, oh. well, not the end. Well, it kind of is the end because it is so late in the hour and ten minutes. Uh, but oh, were you not paying attention, Mama K? I I'm don't think not even watching this movie. Possibly. <laughs> I don't think that you do. You do kind. Well, it's not a big. I'll get to that at the end. There's, there's some stuff is said, but not a lot. Um, okay. The whole thing is this is the whole thing in the movie. The whole crazy extra thing that's not just regular. When they throw up, they throw up these little slug things, and they slowly like grow. Dinosaur from the eighties. <laughs> Kinda, yeah. Ball like, gremlins. They're ball. I was gremlins. thinking of evolution. Uh, that yes. little thing with the the yeah. David Duchovny movie that no one ever watched with right. the little thing that pops out of its mouth we could um, watch that and, and review that no one's watching that either no one, no one <laughs> yeah but that's that's from 16 years ago that's buried this is at least recent yeah um oh, evolution's so much worse than this i can't even believe you <laughs> uh nope. so i mean that's the whole thing these creatures come out uh, we learn more about the creatures and like you know they're obviously a metaphor they're not literally just you know whatever so i'll start with we'll start what's we gotta grade something here let's grade yeah. the characters first uh, I'll start with you, Nicole. What do you think of the characters? Um, well, I mean, I like I said already, I don't really 
I didn't really get a creepy vibe from him. I mean, he's just he's sad. He's like a loser. But I didn't really get that creepy stalker vibe from him when he was talking to the girl. I think he was just trying to kind of jumpstart his cleanse process and find somebody who could help him like move along with the process. So he wanted her to just be a part of it because I guess they, he wanted like someone to start fresh with him. I don't know. I I thought that you know their their um, relationship from the beginning was was okay. I didn't mind that. I thought that the Final Destination characters were annoying as they were probably <laughs> supposed to be. Mm. Um, <laughs> but no, I liked how his character progressed through. I mean, there's not much to give him, but he kind of stayed true to himself at the end and figured out what the whole purpose of his cleanse was. And I, I liked him. I liked I liked all the people that worked at the camp, too. I mean, there's really not much to say about this. It is very short, and it's really bizarre. But overall, I think I'll just give it a three. It was it was down the middle for me. Mama Kay? Well, I mean, the brevity of the movie does hinder character development. I mean, really, the only character development you get is sort yeah. of the main character. So um, it, it's hard to judge on anything beyond, like, what you see, which is not a whole lot from everybody else. And I... Um, I'm gonna, I'm giving the characters a two. There was nothing compelling about them, and I didn't like the main character at all. And I, like I said, he's gonna be the guy that takes his shoes and socks off on the plane, and not interested. <laughs> I'll give it a three five. Um, I, I, I think I'm basically, I like our two leads late, like as we go. Um, once we're at the camp, I start to like the movie more. I really don't care a whole lot about that beginning. I, that, I like. That is just amazing. Because that that's movie the, like ruins because that's camp what the movie is. The movie isn't the setup. The movie is the creatures and how they deal with the creatures and what the creatures represent and why they're the way they are. Well, that's the movie. It's easy to. I mean, yeah, that's true. I mean, well, that's talking about plot, but it's not. I don't know. I don't feel like there's any. There, I mean, of course, there's character development for the Johnny Galecki character because he's. That's the whole point. Is we we need to see him. I, everybody else is there to serve his character, and that's that's not fun for me. Kind of. I mean, he's not like. It's not everyone there to serve. Because I think I think I like um, Maggie a little bit more. I guess if you don't understand why she's there later on, and it sounds like neither of you really got that. Um, I do like Matt. I do like Maggie, but I don't think that there's enough there for me to really like, you know, really know it really anything about her. No, I, I, she's kind. Of, they're, it's kind of like the how the creatures are metaphors for you know stuff in their life. All these characters are pure like archetype characters. There isn't enough time to develop them. I mean, I, Paul is just a type of guy, and Maggie's just a type of guy. I don't really know their specifics, but I get what they are. I can't wait um, to I find like, out what you think of that the creatures are characters i'm not really i'm not really with you on this and i i, I watched uh, the whole movie so i'm i'm i can't wait to find out that's what the whole out. thing is like, well i know what, that's like, what the whole thing is but i i didn't get that there was anything i felt like all the creatures were the same oh oh okay nicole um, help me out here um what did you... i cannot i cannot <laughs> do that <laughs> Okay, help Brennan out here. I need somebody. I need somebody to explain well, well, to me. All the creatures, all the creatures were different in in their own way because they were all the negativity brought out by each individual, and that's what the cleanse right. did was bring out the negativity because, you know, his his negativity was was his um, screwed up marriage and and his lost job and hers was what i'm gathering at the end was that she was turned down for all these actress roles because her she has body um 
issues with herself. They they called her too heavy for for different roles, and that's what she's been carrying around. And um, it was difficult to tell the other the other two because well, one the girl didn't throw up hers because she didn't drink all of her juices, so her negativity was like like in in her eating her up, and that's why she died. Sorry, she died. Oops. Um. It's all right, we're in spoilers. This and is, yeah. the other guy, I think he was going crazy because he drank her juice, and to me, he's taking all of her negativity in with him as well, um, because he ha- isn't able to expel hers. He's just kind of, like, holding all hers in. So that's what I'm gathering from all of them. They're mm-hmm. definitely different, but it was fucking weird how they had the little dinosaur baby things, like come they were like they loved each other <laughs> well that's what Ew. i was saying is that i didn't get that those were different characters at all i just thought that i mean i understand so wait, everything I underst- that everything that she just said does, doesn't doesn't you don't agree with any of that i was about to say like 80 percent of the same thing i'm like yes these are the negative characteristics and they are different I, I clearly under- because yes. the characters are different okay no i that i don't i do understand that the whole point of it is that you're supposed to be cleansing all all the negativity and the things that are holding you back in your life and that and it becomes this creature i didn't find that any of the creatures were compellingly different from one another which yeah i mean i felt that like they maybe grew at different rates or something i still see what you're saying too yeah i just don't i that didn't come across enough to me the two little characters for the two main characters the two little creatures for them seemed very similar and not that all not all that different and no he's he's all forward and like getting in your face then and his creature is way more in like like willing to take the snacks and it has teeth and all that shit it has to be a little bit it's not going to be like whoa i'm going crazy like i like that they're all kind of little they're all they have to be similar because they're all like the same kind of species but their their slight personalities are what's different like humans I know, but I don't feel like that's like his major his major issues. I think his major issues that's is that's her major issues. Well, his okay. is that he's too smothering. Yeah, well, and what happened? No, anyway. Uh, okay, so I I just wasn't interested enough to really think about those things. I guess that's not anything. That's... None of them seemed weirder weirder than the next. So they could have given them more def- definitive characteristics as to why it's his and her blobs but <laughs> yeah they could have done more more things but i mean again it's you know it's a, you have to be it's short so you have maybe to be they're saying see maybe they're saying that it would have been a bad idea if those two got together because if their blobs are like each other and the blobs want to be like snuggled and shit together maybe they're it's codependent less, it's that's a me- it's a metaphor for codependency when they merge together and their two bad parts become one really big bad part. Yeah, but do you really believe at the end that those are that that's all gone because they killed their codependency? I don't know about that. The ending is kind but of But I have to believe that. that. But I'm telling I'm telling you what the point was and well, I, and I like, understand I, what I, the point was. It just wasn't portrayed well sounded like- good enough for me. No, I knew I knew exactly what was happening. I knew why it was called I want to keep calling it the purge, but that's not what it's called. It's called the cleanse. Um, I knew exactly what was happening in it. It just wasn't executed well enough for me to buy into it. Boom. What 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 were the small changes? What were what changes would you have made? What small changes would you have made to make this better? I think I would have made the creatures more definitively different. They were all just blobs of goo to start with, and then it was just then they were just different blobs of goo. You know, maybe one comes out like a Charizard and one comes out like a Jigglypuff, you know. I mean, but they're the are... same species. Humans look the same, but we have different personalities. Well, make it, but make it look like that. I mean, they're very 
these people are very different looking. So make these things different looking. They weren't. They weren't. They weren't different enough for me. They're they, as different looking as two penguins from each other, or two, you know, <laughs> like deer. Like they're animals. They they're as they're as different from each other as any other animal. Well, I don't feel like they're animals. They're well, feelings. whatever. They're, they're, Even when they're... you're looking at a movie like Inside Out, which to be, to, is nothing but feelings, all of those yeah, look but that's, very uh, different. Yeah, but that's that's not the same kind of like these are like li- like supposed to be more like look like real things, you know? What? Like, <laughs> what do you mean what? Like not like a real like obviously nothing like this exists, but it's supposed to be look like an animal of some sort or an alien. But when you have you know things of the same species, they don't look like crazy cartoon characters. They look you know pretty much the same with a few small differences. I mean that's interpretation of life. That's not there is no real... Look at the pair of squirrels. You can't tell a couple of squirrels apart. Why can't why would you, why should you tell these apart? So, Actually, so I told you today I saw a black squirrel and <laughs> I was the first time I ever saw a black squirrel. Well, this, so. there's one pink of these and one blue of these, so, you know, it's about as, it's about the same. All right. Well, I guess that's yeah. This is this is a lot more talking about the characters than I thought we were going to do, so this go. is more, I guess, really about the plot. I'll, I'll just go. I'll let you continue, Bob. Okay. What do you give the plot of this movie? Because that's Wait, the whole thing. Did you? Oh yeah, you gave a number to the characters. What do I give the plot yeah, of this three, movie? Yeah, three five. Yeah. Um, I think the plot actually had promise. This was you guys snuck in like a little creepy horror thing on me, and I don't appreciate that. But um, hey, it's this I, comedy drama. That yeah, was that well, was me. That was my doing. It's not not. <laughs> it, this is not right at all. We're gonna easy in. We're gonna get you there. No, I'm done. This was it for me. I don't need. I don't need any more. Um, I'm gonna. I'm be generous and give the plot a two point five for the thought behind it. Because I just the execution. Oh, for how me was gracious! Let, you say that to me all the time. Let's go back and see how many times Brennan says that to me on the podcast. Um, what, how gracious! How gracious! In your crazy, yeah, condescending of times. way. Setting a soft at spot least, for her. I'm, yeah, I'm thinking probably at least three times in the last four movies so um inaccurate i edit the shows but (laughs) i listen so there's that um but that's just because i think it had promise and it was an interesting foray into into this but yeah when you spend so much time getting this one character up to speed so you can supposedly try to you know feel for him or or whatever you're supposed to do and and i wasn't brought into that and then it goes off the rails in this other crazy thing and you've got these characters that just come out of nowhere for you know just i'm not really sure i mean all of a sudden Angelica Houston and Swizzle Stick Man are like running into the frame, you know, out of all these different times. That's all they do is run into the frame. And it's like, okay, well, these are people who have real credit behind their acting history. And this is what they're being used for in this movie. It's kind of a bummer. Okay. Uh, (laughs) Nicole? I have an an issue here. And it involves (laughs) Frederick's character. Okay. Yeah. So the I I like how the plot's going. I like that he went on this self help retreat and he needs to get you know some sort of clarity in his life. That's that's fine. I I didn't mind anything in that realm. But if we watch the progression of of Paul's little purse little thing, it grew like tenfold in three days. Okay. So if we're thinking about like when they're leaving the um the retreat and they're trying to run away those things are humongous now okay they're in the right. back of the, they're in the back car well how come it took frederick's fucking me- amoeba thing like 
X amount of time to grow. Like, why didn't his kill him in three days? He said he's been here for a long time because he hasn't been able to get the courage up to kill his amoeba. But why did it take his so fucking long to grow and kill him? Like, how long has he been there? I have, like, a small, like, like possible solu- uh, explanation for that. Uh, I think the one night where the two of them stay over and, like, uh, fall asleep at um, at Maggie's house, Paul and Maggie fall asleep, they take note that the next morning their guys haven't grown, grown, grown from the night before. Um, I think major emotional events are what trigger them to grow and grow faster. I think that's why we see them grow so much when they're about to kill him and they don't kill him uh, later mm-hmm. on. Spoiler, whatever. Um, and then, you know, the they get confronted by Oliver Platt and Joke at Houston. So, like, all of this is, like, ratcheting up the tension for the creatures as well, making them grow. While Fredericks seems to be kind of in a state of, uh, da, da, like, he's kind of lulling around. Like, he's here. He knows he has to do this thing, but he's not. there's nothing driving him forward. Therefore, there's nothing driving his creature forward. It's just kind of going slowly. Okay. Um, it's not a perfect explanation, but I, that's what I gathered based on the, the, the snippets of dialogue we got. I'll buy it because I had no explanation for it. It was really irking me because I'm like, why did these other people's blobs grow so much faster than his? And it took him till just now to kill him. I guess there was too much hysteria going on right now and it just overtook his blob and that's why I killed him now. But whatever. But besides Driving that. Driving on anxiety. Yeah. Yeah. Besides that. I actually didn't mind this movie. I would never watch it again because it was just like I already saw what I needed to see. <laughs> but right. during my time watching it, I thought it was fine. Um, I think I'll give the plot a three. It's interesting. It's an interesting take on how people carry their baggage around and what it takes to um, remove negative energy from your life and what it would look like if that were a, a, a being. It's interesting. I'm at a three five for this one. Um I was higher until the end. We'll talk about the end in a second, but that screams of problems, not just in the movie, but problems making the movie, I'm assuming. I like the whole middle chunk here with the creatures, getting to know them, growing. Um, Paul and Maggie grow on me as this part of the movie happens, as I already said. Um, If I had to draw back from this middle part... Um, I have trouble sometimes understanding Eric and Lori. They're they're given so, so very little, and... They kind of really just bizarre get... things too. That he's drunk next to the pond and like I, yeah, it he... is really weird shit. So based on I guess their characters, like you kind of said when you were describing them, um, I mean they have a bad relationship. Creates the codependency monster at the end. Lori can't finish her drinks, and that's why the thing eats her up inside. So you know that's a whole thing. Like she can't re- like talk about her feelings, release her feelings, and say what she really wants to say. She has to bring her boyfriend to this thing to under the whole like we're here to get better, to feel better, to to make you better, but she can't she won't get to, you know, when Oliver Platt comes on later, why are you really here? Like you have to get it off your chest. She can't get it off her chest, so it eats up inside of her. That's like that piece of it. So I kinda like that. Um I don't get Eric's quite as much, or I guess he's just drunk all the time. So he drinks so much that his he drinks her drinks because he starts to like them and his little creature eats itself we hear him say so i guess well, i think he loves himself that's that's the whole thing with him so I his think creature he, eats itself yeah i think he really really likes himself and he doesn't think that you know there's a problem i get the feeling it wasn't said but i get the feeling in the relationship that you know he's perfectly fine with whatever happens because he's kind of in charge and then so she's dragging him to this thing and you know he doesn't really want to go but he's you know placating her you know i think that's it is that he really he he is all about himself and so i think that's why everything you know everything about him is kind of gluttonous and and even to the 
drinking of you know somebody else's cleanse juice so okay i i yeah i str- i mean that makes some sense i had i struggled with understanding him the most i guess you know that's small plot issues for me i like their our main plot um until we get to the end um the last thing I really like in this movie, and I really like it quite a bit, is when, and I called it way earlier, I told Nicole, I'm like, they're going to have to kill these things. Like, that's the whole thing, is yeah. you got to kill kill your demons or whatever. Right. Um, and even, and Nicole even said when they first came out, he's, she, I think the first thing he said was, aww, like you thought they looked kind of cute. <laughs> and I was like, yeah, they are kind of cute. I mean, they're kind of gross, but they're kind of cute, which is kind of like, you know. You don't want to let go of stuff because, yeah, it's bad and gross, but eh, I kind of like it's part of me. I kind of like it. Like, I don't want to get rid of it. And that's like the whole these manifestation things. I thought that was conveyed well with how the creatures look. But I like and this is where we find out what uh, Nicole was saying a little bit. Maggie. Yeah, she was rejected by that one uh, director uh, for for being too fat or whatever. But I mean, that's that's not even like she he keeps like pegging her pegging her why are you really here she talks about that she talks about boyfriends and relationships never working out and 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 the way she's breaking down and the way she's saying role after role didn't work boyfriend after boyfriend didn't work like everything nothing sticks everything leaves me and she is now like pushing away and rejecting everything she said the way she says it all in in her words i understand her very well that she has been she's you know 30 late 30s probably she's at the point where like I like my job is not where I wanted to be. I'm with no one. I've tried and I'm just tired of trying because I just keep getting rejected. And that's why her creature curls up in a little ball and hides away and doesn't want to, you know, open up and risk being hurt again. That's one of my favorite things is when when Oliver Platt's pegging her and getting her to really say why she's like why she's there. And I like all that. Uh, but that's the, that's the end of me liking it. Because we get to the that's we get to the very end. Um, I guess before we do that, we should talk about the visual and sound, mainly the creature design. It's pretty cool. Um, I'll start with you, Nicole. What do you think of the visual and sound of this movie? I'd probably give the visual and sound. Um, I don't know, like a, like a oh God, I don't know, two and a half. Um, I don't really have much that sticks in my mind here. I guess we could talk about the little goblin things. Like they're fine. I. They don't. They don't really. That's not what I would look at when I represent my my negativity and my demons in my head. That's not what I would envision. <laughs> but I guess that's why they make it a little lighthearted. Like, yeah, they're a part of you, and it looks like a pile of throw up. <laughs> but <laughs> that's what it. That's what your negativity is. And you know what scene I really didn't like? I didn't like the scene where he was in his apartment with the rat. That guy was so fucking annoying. He was so <laughs> the guy who came in. Yeah. Ew. He looks like my negativity more than the goblins. <laughs> <laughs> Gross. <laughs> uh. That's just little shit like that, that 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 annoys me. I'm like, dude, you couldn't wait and tell him to come back and, and after the phone call or whatever. Or just I go know the other you room. hate that stuff. <laughs> but anyway, I mean, it was fine. That nothing. There was. It was fine. <laughs> That's it. Mom, okay. Um, there wasn't so much to it. I mean, there was, there was a lot of dead space, negative space in like the sound portion of it. I did find that the, the characters were a lot for a film that I imagine was pretty low budget. I thought the special effects for the characters were pretty good up until the end there when the two characters are sort of the two whatever's are merging. Yeah. And that was just like, that was a really, that was like a home episode from, x-files or something that was you know and it was the fx were about that grade for me for a number i'll give it i'm gonna stick with nicole too i'm gonna give it a two and a half there just wasn't a whole lot there for me to to judge 
it it seemed like a really it seemed like a student film honestly is what it felt like to me definitely did yeah yeah i get those vibes i mean it's it's super it's it's his first movie um i didn't even say the director's name uh, bobby miller uh he's done some like disney disney channel stuff and he's also going to what? He, i guess he he's done some <laughs> disney channel stuff like what did, star versus the forces of evil oh oh that went over well <laughs> uh well he also did uh he's also done a cartoon network show he's a co-writer for summer camp island yep same right. with that yeah. well okay uh coming up he's directed and will soon be released uh for uh home video and sci-fi channel critters attack a remake of that- the 1980s film the 80s film critters yeah he's- that sounds about right he's really trying everything <laughs> It seems he's he's kind of got this B movie schlock to him, like, and that's kind of the stuff I'm, I'm, I, I, I appeals to me in this. Um, like Sharknado. Yeah. Well, I kind of actually, yeah, kind of in that vein. Um, yeah, it's that kind of stuff. But like, you know, something something a little more quality to it. Something more uh, '80s, '90s, like weird puppetry, animatronics, um, <laughs> and that's kind of what we go with the creatures. I'm 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 landing on a three, I think, because I I like the creature design a lot. Um, yeah. I like how they look at pretty much all their stages, including the end. Um, but yeah, there's really? a lot of not, there's a lot of, not a lot of like, there's, you know, the, the visuals itself outside of the creatures is pretty shoestring. I'm pretty sure they put all their money towards getting a couple decent actors and making the creatures, you know, as good as they could make them, you know, right. music, there was like one song in there when they were in the little, um, the little hut temple thing in the, uh, what's that called? It's, it's like in the I don't even know what that, scene you're talking about. It was like a white tent. I don't know what that's called. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like there was some music playing there. In the sweat, I, I, sweat tent. Sweat lodge. Yeah. I yeah. don't know. It looked, it looked more serene than that. But um, yeah, that was... Well, I then mean, we're getting two things out of this movie, which is fine because I'm, do- I'm done talking about it. It sucked. <laughs> yeah, we're at the end here. And um, I, the end is the most constrained... Like, I could feel the filmmakers behind it. I'm like, oh, shit, we had a couple rain days yeah. and couldn't film. Uh, Super oh, unsatisfying. Man, Oliver Platt and Angelica Houston are only here for another six hours. Uh, we need to figure <laughs> out how to... Like, that's what it, that's it really exactly, did feel like that. Yeah. They're and, like, and oh, they're already like, offset. Now what are we going to do? Yeah, they're like, um, okay, just have them run out and be like, give us our creatures back. And then we'll keep the creatures in the bag and we'll show like a tentacle come out of one of the other houses. Yeah, everything's <laughs> left exceptionally unresolved at the camp, um, yeah. which I think is 100% not how they planned it. I think that was a complete budget time, things didn't work out constraint. And so they had to salvage it. I'm guessing that's also probably part of the reason this movie with a couple of well-known actors didn't come out for two years. Uh, they probably had to salvage it in a way. So it's a disappointing way to end it. Um, but, you know, it happens in indie filmmaking and it, it does. It, the, the final product suffers for it. I'm not going to lie. Um, the end is also weird and rushed. Uh, they t- take the car that Oliver Platt offers them to leave, but they t- to keep the creatures. Um, the creatures merge. They strangle it together. And that kills it. Um, yeah. And then it ends. What do, what I was like, post, they were... post car crash. Yeah, the post car, car crash. The thing gets of out. Course. Really weird, abrupt way to end this movie. The last five minutes of this is They're just exceptionally hugging. jarring. Yeah. What did they think they were going to do with the creatures by taking taking them with them? Did I mean? I, they I, I knew a, they were. I knew they, they were going to get killed. I'm, get, 
I know it was a rewrite. Like they had to, they had to finish it in some way. They knew all they had left were Johnny Galecki and Anna Frail. Everyone else has had to go home or something. So, and they <laughs> they didn't have the campsite anymore to film on. So they just had to show in you know the side of the road on the way home. All right, we got the puppet we were going to use in the final battle. It's not done, so we'll show it in a couple of weird shots. Just right. strangle it. Just strangle Half it. Half out death. of a bag. Yeah. Yeah. Like just that's what it feels like. Um, yeah. And at at this point, you know, I'm, I can't really think about the movie as the story anymore i'm like it's all about behind the scenes oh this is how they made it and it it kind of tripped up i feel like that the whole movie honestly and i feel like that when i when i watch student films i kind of and maybe that's just me being cerebral about it but i kind of feel like that there's so many disparate parts in this movie like when you were just talking about the the scene where they're in the little tent thing which i'd completely forgotten about but it's like that's just also weird and just plopped in there and there's just a lot of that. That feels like it could be a thing, though. It's you know, it's it's culty atmosphere. They got a tent. They go sit in it. That didn't that didn't yeah. strike me as weird. Yeah, I'm pretty on board till the end. As far as like, I think they're doing fine with what they got. Like I don't I, and that you know, it's the end that's chop. But yeah, let's let's wrap it up here. Uh, Residents and feel. Um, I'll go uh, to you, Mama K, this time. What do you think of that? Yeah, I this film did not resonate with me at all. Um, it's a 1.5 for me only because I really, I sat through the first 15 minutes and I was okay with it. And then it just went to hell in a handbasket. Yeah. I don't, you know, you don't ruin cabins for me. That's why I don't watch scary movies. Cause I love cabins. This is not a scary it's all, movie. Come on. But all scary. I'm not saying that this is a scary movie. I'm just saying this is how you ruin cabins is by having scary movies and having movies where you drink gross drinks and, and, crap comes out of you um it would have been way more interesting if we really could have talked a lot more about what those creatures actually were and not be so fucking metaphorical about it it wasn't and because it wasn't good metaphors so so that's why it gets a one and a half for me nicole um i'll give this movie a two um i like the idea behind it i like that you know we uh, that everyone has their has their demons that they are afraid to face it's an interesting way how they had them come about it, too, by making them vomit them up with their own personal drinks. That's pretty interesting. <laughs> um, the way that they did everything else really missed the mark, unfortunately. So I, I, I just, I don't know. I'll, I'll give it a two. Yeah, this. I mean, I'm on board with you guys. Um, the resonance feels the weakest part for me, mostly because it falters so much at the end. It's, for me, it's kind of building up, and I kind of want to see what the big climactic, like, let it all out, release conclusion, and we get that very, you know, the, the, the what we get is pretty small. Um, so I'm gonna give it like a two five. You know, it's it, it, there's there's some parts that, that that I feel I like I like what Maggie has to do and like how she comes to terms with it wasn't anything crazy. It was just a small bunch of small failures that compounded into just feeling horrible, which is much more like a real person. I like that. Um, yeah, and- I think that's true. I think that's that's, that's like my favorite part of that ending part with Oliver Platt and getting to it. You at this whole time I'm trying to pick out I'm like all right what really happened to her and then when the reveal is nothing happened you know just life happened a lot of small things a lot of small bad things and they built up and I was like oh that's actually a m- more mature way to go about it than having some big like crazy tragedy that doesn't happen to a lot of people you know it happens occasionally yeah, but, but a lot of people who are unhappy are just kind of they had a lot of small things happen you know. Would she have been picked, though, if she would have told that story? 
Well, I don't know how they pick people. They pick that those other two people, and they don't really do anything. So, yeah, I don't know what their what their criteria was. I think honestly, they just needed guinea pigs, and whoever would sign the papers probably got invited. Whoever was guess. still around at the end of the session. Yeah. So I'm, I'm. 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 Yeah. We're all pretty low in the residence field, but overall, I'll start with you, Nicole. Would you recommend the cleanse? Not really. It was. It was something that you would be totally fine missing your whole life. Okay. <laughs> Uh, it's a not recommend for me. There's other movies that you can watch people be miserable and figure out how to, uh, come to terms with the, your demons in your life and I don't know, capable and suitable manner. So for a more just, for a more discerning audience, an audience that watches a lot of films, the people who side with me typically, I'm going to guess, uh, you gotta, re- <laughs> I gotta give it a, a soft recommend. One, it's a short watch, just go watch it. Two, it's an indie, it's a small indie film and you can feel it. It's a good lesson for those of you who, you know, want to do something in film, uh, about how things, how much of a constraint you're on and some of the pratfalls you could fall into. Um, the story has some really big and good ideas and some flashes of brilliance and then a lot of fumbling, which a lot of indie movies have. Um, these are the kind yeah, of movies. Yeah, if you're I- in film school, maybe that, you know, sure, watch it, but if you're, if you're watching movies, don't. Well, I'm thinking if you're listening to a film podcast, you probably have some interest more than a casual fan. And like, you know, I mean, if you just if you're one of the people who's just listening to this because, you know, you wanted us to hear Angel has fallen. I'm sorry to disappoint you. Mama K was really pushing for that. (laughs) But um, uh, yeah, like, no, that's a soundtrack. If you know you, you know, you know who you side with on this show. Basically, there's there's your there's your (laughs) final one recommend two not recommends. uh, And yeah, we are going to get to it. Chapter two on Monday. I know that's the big one that people are waiting to hear about. Uh, Jess and I will be on for that one. And then a lot of theater reviews in the next couple of months. Um, But and then a couple more streaming, like one or two more in the next few weeks. But it's a lot of theater coming up. So. Uh, if you want to recommend Yay. anything to us in the meantime, uh, let us know what you think of this episode. If you like the smaller movies, or if you want us to go back to doing the big, the big stuff, it's up, up to you guys. Or if you're a big fan of Johnny Galecki or Swizzlestick, I, I guess there's possibly those people out there. I, I don't know. Uh, Films <laughs> with the Women in My Life on Facebook. If you want to reach out to us there, and I am Brennan underscore Pod Host on Instagram. If you want to reach out to me individually. Mama Kay and Nicole, thank you guys for being on The Cleanse. Thanks, Brennan. Pleasure was ours. (laughs) It was. I find that hard to believe. But uh, (laughs) until next time, everyone, thanks for listening and enjoy your movies. Thanks for listening to Films with the Women in My Life. If you enjoyed being a listener in our life, subscribe to us on iTunes. Please leave a review as it helps more people find the show. Like us on Facebook at Films with the Women in My Life. Follow us on Twitter at FilmsWomenPod. Check out our website, FilmsWithTheWomen.Libsyn.com. That's FilmsWithTheWomen.L-I-B-S-Y-N.com. Original music for the show was created by Ian Burke. Original artwork created by Nicole D'Alessio. This show is produced by Brennan Snyder. Thank you again for listening and enjoy.